We're back, the Whiskey Hue, a podcast from three brown startup enthusiasts that pull back the curtain on business, culture, and side pieces. <laughs> Not that type. We're talking blockchain, e-game, fantasy sports, emerging media, and so much more without the bullshit, and most importantly, over whiskey. America calls Clyde Black, Athul Brown, and Anthony somewhere in the confusing middle. With three brothers, various shades of brown, (laughs) bringing you the latest in tech, business, and startups mixed with a ton of sarcasm. Cue the music. Boy, no, 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 I'm not feeling it today, man. This no San Francisco, uh, no, 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 Earth, nothing today, no, no, nothing today, man. This was, <laughs> this, you know, what is this, hump day? Hump day. <laughs> recording day, man. It's recording day. So today's episode, we're going to be sipping on some proper number 12. So I picked that. The fellas all yeah. laughed at me, yeah. but the great Conor McGregor great. is... is <laughs> You know why he's great? Because he finessed a hundred million dollar fight out of America. Hells yeah! Uh, <laughs> all Congrats to him, man. So I, that's why he's great. I don't care about his boxing, but he was making like you know maybe one two million dollars off of MMA fights, <laughs> and he marketed his way to a hundred million dollars fight with Floyd Mayweather, which he had no right to doing. So you know he's taking that uh, marketing marketing skills to the liquor industry. Where you know celebrities like George Clooney, uh, what's some boom? Ryan Reynolds, yeah, Ryan Reynolds uh, are getting major Puffy, buyouts. Wayne, Puffy. Wayne Johnson, yeah, Dwayne Rock <laughs> Johnson. He hasn't get he, he hasn't gotten bought out yet, but uh, oh, oh, give it time, give it time. That dude's gonna be he's gonna get oh, he's, he's gonna be big and all. It's gonna be his is gonna be a classic buyout. It's gonna be something that you're like what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, right, right. So, so what I want to do is you know today's episode we want to sip on some. Proper number twelve. It's the mm-hmm. Irish whiskey. Uh, kind of regret regrets behind it, and we uh, just want to, you know, test it out, sip it, and see if we you know, see if we like it, and share share the details with you. Um, but but we want to dive into our episode for the day. Um, I want I I'm taking the lead. The guys were like, you know what, Clyde, we don't feel like doing anything. Phil was on vacation. Anthony was you know tying his bow tie and mascot. Um, so you know, I had to do that. <laughs> I had from the, coming from the guy who has an estate, okay. So. <laughs> I had to do the heavy lifting. So today, I wanted to make this episode kind of marketing focused, but more more shifted towards like the future of work. Um, we're evolving. COVID nineteen is in play, but there are a lot of companies and brands who are shifting the, the way that they're doing businesses. Not only from the way they're doing business, but how they are uh, communicating with a diverse workforce. With you know all the social unrest and George Floyd and everything else, people are stepping up and like, yo, I'm not just a consumer. You got to respect me and my dollar. So a lot of the companies are saying, you know, how we're going to adjust to this, how we're going to change. So what I want to do is I want to just highlight some of the things that are going on, have some conversations around um, how not only are we pretty much evolving the way that. You know, we wake up on the daily and just work in our pajamas <laughs> or sweats or whatever and how the fashion industry is dying. Um, for, for example, I think we just talked about it a little bit earlier uh, offline. But, you know, those traditional companies who were skyrocketing and unicorns like Rent the Runway and Stitch Fix pretty much are going away or having horrible quarters because people are not using their services. So uh, I want to start with that and just see how that's changing and adjusting what you guys thoughts are about. Uh, that space to start with. So, on about 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 
like products like Stitch Fix. And these yeah, just, I mean the fashion industry has changed. Canceled, well, right? canceled. Can, Did you say cancel? Cancel. <laughs> Go ahead, oh, finish, and I'll, I'll come in at the tail end. Well, so fa- so it's 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 almost to the idea of um, for the fashion industry, like who's been able to adapt um, to to where we are right now, right? So I think I was I was listening something on CNBC the other day talking about how, you know, some brands have been slow to adopt a direct to consumer model, right? You know, you, you, you have brands where you typically go into markets like, you know, whether it's from a food product side or just fashion side, you know, they don't have a strong direct to consumer platform. They're going to struggle. And then if you're not wearing clothes on a regular basis, no point in buying any like stitch fix. The only time you're buying clothes, and I guess to me in the past couple months, if you've been to the beach and you bought some swim trunks, Mm. <laughs> you bought you bought some you bought some like slides. That's what the kids call them. I call them flip flops, and, uh, <laughs> and, and and that's it. Like outside of that, I don't know what else you're buying, right? Yeah. Everything else is it's just it's just a downturn. Like the only what we talked about, I guess offline, it was like Nike. You know, Nike. I They're think Nike's catch was just because when it comes down to working out, your people were still working out. Whether you're working out on your Peloton. Or are you working out, going outside, or just just running? You're still going to buy workout clothes, and I think that's where the upside is on that from a Nike side. One problem that's going to be in the fast fashion. So fast fashion took yeah. off forever. H and M, H and M, Zara, and Zara kind of perfected the model. And what the problem is that with it is, so take a company like H and M. Okay, so that was great, accessible, cheap stuff that looked like some of the coolest stuff, but it wasn't the quality, right? Uh, or just wasn't as great. Now here's the problem with them: they created. Zara tried to perfect this model, but they're hurting too now. The problem with that fast fashion place space, they would still have excess inventory, especially H&M type of company. So they had to change it. Now there aren't four seasons. There's like eight seasons in a year, right? Yeah. And you guys know, right? So they would end up dumping a, bu- a bunch of, they would donate it. So a lot of that material that goes into all, everything that goes into creating that one shirt that sits on their rack, I think it was like 30% of those are getting thrown away. Cause there's wow. no, there's no environment from, they can't even donate it cause nobody can take it. Yeah. So it's, that's, that's sad. Now rent the runway. That was, you know, you're re- repurposing clothing, uh, you know, fabric. So that's kind of cool, but these things all have logistical pipelines that I don't know if they can withstand. This should be another episode, like withstand six to 18 month hiccups in their pipeline. Right. Yeah. Cause one of the things I read recently was rent the runway pretty much changing their model. So, um, I think the way that they were originally positioned it was you, as you can rent clothes, you can, you get three clothes, three clothing items that you can have at a, at one single time. Um, which essentially if you're, if you're a power user, which they had many of, you can essentially have a new outfit every day. And they were getting killed on the shipping costs because mm. they would use the FedEx shipping or UPS shippers and they'll pay for each individual item. So recently they shifted their business model so that you can get, I think it's like 16 items in a month and you have to order them all at once and get all those for the month, uh, which is totally different because they're going to make a ton of money off of, a ton of savings off of shipping that they no longer have to do. So I think that was very smart. And then uh, I think AG, you started to mention around um, how these direct to consumer models are, are evolving and shifting. I think one of you started to bring up Nike, but I just wanted to spend a little time on that because they recently released their earnings and it was just it crushed oh. the game. Like crushing stock at an all time high. I think it was at 116. I'm not um, saying I know, but I know because I got some. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. See? Uh, 
But, you know, it was, it was critical because one of the things that they did, and, and they've been doing this for a while, they've been shifting from a, a, a brick and mortar to a digital experience. And they crushed it this last quarter with 82% uh, increase in digital sales. So, you know, during COVID times, people couldn't go out. So they started just ordering online crazy. Retail locations were closed, which is a big departure from what they were traditionally doing. And I, I've seen it coming for a while. Um, I don't know if you guys know, but Nike recently announced that they're going to stop selling to major retailers like Zappos, yeah. uh, Belk, Dillard, and other other major, major retailers where they've been in for a while because they want to own that consumer relationship. And for me, it all comes down to their new CEO. I don't know if you guys know about him, but... Did you hear? Her? I, I saw his remarks. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> He's like, I told y'all. I told y'all I got this. <laughs> We're going to come to death row. <laughs> you don't want that whole dancing in your videos? <laughs> Yo, he really, he, shook, he really, he really, he really, he really, he really, that's probably, careful, careful. That's, yeah. <laughs> Looking around. He's got people everywhere. <laughs> right. Anyway, go ahead. What you, no, go that's ahead. Funny. No, uh, no I, I was just saying, like, it, it, the way how the confidence that he had in his remarks, mm. um, which is completely off the wall, off the chain right now in today's environment, right? Like, yeah. it, 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 everybody else is like, listen, hey, we did good. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, I don't know. We don't know how the next three to six months are going to be, but. We're going to lower our expectations. The Nike CEO is like, listen, we've been working on this for months, for years. Oh, yeah. And we just showed you that we can deliver. Yeah. And, and Guess what the uptake was? A major uptake was in sales? China. China. Sorry, I pronounced yeah. it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a major uptake in their sales. That's amazing, right? So, and then as soon as the rest of the world can get on hip with it, because yeah, they own that D to C space, yeah. right? That's, that's what they're trying to get back in. It. That's, that's dope. Yeah, they own their relationship with the customers. They get more profit margin. And uh, uh, the cool thing for, about the new CEO, John Donahoe, he was a former ServiceNow CEO. The ServiceNow was a SaaS business. Yeah. Um, they had great growth. And he's and he's bringing that digital expertise to Nike. And that's why he was brought in. Um, for years, they've had designers, Mark Parker. Um, they've had Phil Knight um, as their former CEOs, which focus on design. Which is great, right? But now it's like, how do we elevate and, and execute the digital space? So that's one thing that I was really excited to see around Nike. And then the other piece is how they're expanding their business. Um, we're in COVID, right? So, yeah, you know, there's a lot of people who are working out, whether it's in the home, outdoors, but they're not going to the gym. So you need more workout equipment, not only just to work like your normal nine to five job, but um, if you want to do yoga at home. So now Nike has a yoga line. Yep. They've mm-hmm. also launched a maternity line. Maternity line, yeah. Which I thought was genius because essentially, you know, if you have if you if you had a pregnant wife like myself, wife just steals your clothes and be like, all right. <laughs> so <laughs> so now they can Nike gear. Uh, because they're a little bit. So those mom jeans are yours. I'm saying. I think I think what Nike does is great. Not only to to your point, is that every element, although they expand the lines to these different, you know, I, you know, I don't know if they're subsectors or just categories, like you mentioned, um, but they're matching, matching it with an app. 
almost, right? Like, mm. so if you, if you got Nike run, uh, I think it's a run club, yep. or whatever, yep. Nike fitness, they're, they're, they're making sure there's like this experience. And, and, and that's the cool part. Like you think when you think about like a workout and I got my, I just picked up my Nike shoes. I'm, I'm actually going to download Nike fitness and, yeah, and, and, you, and you, and use, and use their app just to kind of, just kind of match the whole, I guess the whole, make it a whole experience for myself. Yeah. I think they, they're getting it right. They're getting it right. And that's one that, you know, when you think about the future of work, you know, you got to work now, you're working from home. Nike is definitely killing it and crushing it. Um, another one for me that I want people to think about is Microsoft. Mm-hmm. So Microsoft, oh, you know, been around for a while. We all know it for our, uh, Windows, et cetera, et cetera. But they're evolving. They're fighting. They're fighting back. I mean, you got companies like Slack who's come around. You got Zoom. You got cloud services, et cetera. So Microsoft just recently had their, I guess, Microsoft Teams Day is what it's called, um, mm-hmm. where essentially launched a number of pro- products for their businesses, Um for their what's what's Microsoft's team, which is their version of like their Slack or or Zoom yep. or whatever, but it's all combined. So basically, they're gonna have a product actually, now. Actually, like it, man. I like it's it, an all in one suite, baby. Yeah, yeah, exactly, like it. it's all in one suite. They want to compete in the video conferencing space, the Slack kind of uh, messaging space. They break. They created like uh, what they're calling virtual commute, and also uh, together uh, new together mode, which are all different type of experiences. To give you that feeling of like you're working in the office together, but you're virtually away. So let's say that you're on a big you know, conference call, and then he's like, "Oh, let's let's have a breakout session one on one." So they're just trying to innovate, and I think they're going to be really uh, successful because a lot of these bigger companies, um, you know, the big Fortune 500 companies, are not using these new technologies. No, uh, a lot of these startups, like you know where I work, it's like Slack, Zoom, um, a couple others, and but you know the major companies are spending the big dollars. They're they're on it. So Microsoft corporate accounts, baby. Yeah. Corporate accounts. Yep. You, you, you we mentioned this back when the pandemic just really kicked off when we were recording about Google and how they with Google Meets and their all encompassing package, even with Google Classrooms. And Microsoft is like you said, it's doing the same thing because one, I think corporations one, they trust Microsoft. They have a history with Office and those products, and you you bake it in with this. Like I get it. You have, you have, you have, you know, a large corporation. I rather, and I already have office. I'm already have this license for Microsoft office. Office, I might as well bake this in as well. I'm not going to go use Zoom or, oh, I don't know what else is out there. Slack or, or Skype, Skype for, uh, Skype video. That was, a, that was a bad acquisition. They didn't do much with it. Yeah. <laughs> right? They couldn't really figure that out. Yeah. But they got well, it now. And that's a tough one though, right? And, that, and, and speaking of Microsoft, not to, change course but i'm going to just write the ship they, they announced that they announced their purchase of uh zenimax yeah is, is that, that the video game, game thing yeah yeah, yeah. And that's, that's dope and that's, and that's you know they also in that public in their their developer platform bethesda right so that's their that's right. a that's a target to go after uh sony right now they're now they're telling sony like yeah we're in this and we're gonna make we're gonna prop up xbox so if so that's that's and and that's that whole platform the developer platform is a huge, huge aspect of gaming right now. So and it doesn't give a lot of uh, doesn't get a lot of play when it's when people talk about business. The developer pl- uh, the developer platform for gaming. Sorry, B off B course. P running that uh, shit. Yeah, B that, that company, like you said, Clyde, that company could have just died. I mean, it was getting boring. It was a boring company, right? And yeah. then he pivoted to cloud, and we talked about this early, how they double triple their 
valuation, right? So it's just amazing. Kudos. And Azure, and Azure is the, the, the one company that gets a yep. lot of the big, the big corporations on board, right? It's all like, it's all tying in. They're like Microsoft. It's the, they don't get the, when you, when you, when you, when you watch the business news or whatever, when they talk about Fang, they don't talk about Microsoft often. They, people do, but Microsoft needs to get a little bit more. Play. You know what they fall under? They fall under the other moniker. It's called, it's the MAGA, the other MAGA. That's what Microsoft, <laughs> Amazon, Google, <laughs> Apple. <laughs> that's that's, what, that's on, if you see the five hour, five o'clock, uh, what do you call fast time, right? Five o'clock. Oh, uh, uh, CNBC. That's my fast yeah, money. Fast that's money, my favorite. Yeah. That's my go to on CNBC if I can. Those guys, those guys give, they're, they're like the, they're like the stereotypical like stock traders. Guy, guy's bald with a tail in the back of his head. Yeah, you gotta buy this. <laughs> Before you hate, I know Anthony's gonna take this to hate. That dude played for the Bears for like two no, seasons. No, he did. I, yeah. I knew, I knew that already. They both did. They're, they're brothers, right? No, they, the they brother, the other brother played for the Vikings, I think, for a little bit. Ah. Or something. I'm anyway. not hitting. All right, Clyde, we got off track again. Clyde, Clyde's back. like, can we make this a C episode? <laughs> Scale. Scale. <laughs> Yo, we're gonna we're gonna have to uh, find a a, a a sound bite, and we're just going to start tossing that in. Every you don't time need it, man. Scale. 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 You got the uppity do Skip Bayless. <laughs> talking about him. <laughs> anyway, go ahead, Clyde. So now, so, so the next thing around the future of work, and I'll be fast on this one, is one that uh, um, I think all of us are well aware of. But and we actually talked about this some time ago about the uh, Apple One subscription. Um, so that's one that just was recently announced with their la- recent uh, um, Apple Apple. Um, I think what was it Apple Developer Day or Apple like the worldwide uh, worldwide yeah. worldwide developer WWC, day? That's they do that every September. WWC, yeah, it was just yeah. So they pretty much announced that you know they're going to be launching subscription bundles. Um, which is genius, right? So now you're bringing those major things that people were always playing, paying for separately all together, which, you know, it could eat into the revenue, but, you know, sitting on $200 billion in cash, I don't think they really care about that. They care about the growth. Uh, This is going to help them grow quickly because uh, I think they decided, and correct me if I'm wrong, it's probably like five, six years ago that they were going to be a service business versus a hardware business, and this is going to accelerate that. Yeah, uh, yeah. So they have new plans for you can get Apple Music, you can get access to the cloud, the Apple TV, and the Apple Arcade, which is the game services for like fifteen bucks. I think uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, go ahead, go ahead. No, which is which is this is great because you know it's it's just breaking that barrier and you know if that that's why I go back to the future of work because now you're if you're listening to music you're uh, need more space in the cloud um, you're, you're screen sharing through Apple TV at home or et cetera. Um, they're really helping the game and making it much easier for you to work from home. So, yeah, I just wanted to share that one. And what do you guys think think about Apple's pivot to just really dive into the subscription business? You you, you want to jump on this oh, one before? Oh, girl, I'll, I'll you know. <laughs> I'll be I'll be the dissenter on this one. Then. Okay, I'm I not imp- I'm, okay. I'm not impressed with the, their subscription. I'm not, well, no, okay. no, no, no. Right. So bring it, bring it, bring I, it. No, I, I I like the idea that they're doing a bundle. Let's, let's, let's start there. But from, from a personal side, Uh-oh. right? Right. So you get Apple Music, which I already have, which is ten nine ninety nine, right? Uh-huh. Apple TV Plus is four ninety nine naturally, I think, right? So that's fourteen ninety nine. Arcade, it's uh, five bucks. It's four ninety nine yeah. for the kids. Uh, whatever, you know, <laughs> for the kids. Yes, and 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 again, I'm being selfish here. I don't have kids, so I'm not thinking about <laughs> it. And then the iCloud, which is a dollar ninety nine. So for me, I get a I get a do- I get a two dollar discount for this. Now, 
it makes sense when you toss arcade in, but I, I feel like there's, you know, I heard it on another podcast and they were right to me. It's just the idea of like, Hey, it's only the services and there has to be something in there. And then maybe this will happen down the line where you toss in their product. Yep. And there has to be something like this. Just seems it doesn't, it doesn't seem like much. Okay. Like, AG with the hot take. No, it's going to be discounts on products, right? If you're yeah, part like, of the and, I, and I'm, and I'm an Apple lover. I've just, I, you know, but you, know, you gotta, you gotta be real. Like I was looking for, I was waiting for this bundle. Cause I know we talked about, so yeah. man, I can't wait. Yeah. Cause that's how Hulu, that's how Disney kept me with a uh, Disney plus. Cause I was jumped on the Hulu bundle and now i'm way here i hear this i'm like the hell i'm paying the same damn thing <laughs> like yeah. i thought i thought i was going to get you know it was going to be a little bit more when when they were going to toss out the new iphone what is the next iphone supposed to be 13 14 i don't know what the it's hell. fast and furious numbers baby yeah. it's up there yeah. <laughs> so i thought there was going to be something that baked into that like you you know you lock in for a year I don't know. Like I'm sure they see here's the thing tim cook is genius at extracting value from any and every piece of that logistical supply chain. So he's going to find it. So this is, I think, this is the first iteration of it. The first iPhone looks much different than our current iPhone, right? So it's going to evolve. So they, they have shit for content. They got like four shows on their content play, right? Apple yeah. TV. Right. So every, they'll get more. Every every two weeks, I'm like, I'm about to cancel this thing. <laughs> <laughs> I got it free till November. I have still, I only see one show. We talked about this. But like, I'm waiting. They popped up. They popped up. So there's some new series, I think, that's coming out in October. Then I'm like, okay. Oh, really? Me. Okay, good. I was, good. Like, I was about to cancel. Otherwise, they could have gotten into the content acquisition game, which I think they will at some point. Yeah. I think that's what they're going to do. So here's the thing. Oh, we talked, you brought a podcast. Guess who invented that? Pretty much a podcast space. Steve Jobs, man. He's the <laughs> one that said, we're going to be listening to radio and people talking on our phones, right? And, and then he just passed away before he really got to blow it up. But Tim Cook, you know, he got the hardware fl- tripping like everyone's on it right and then um so the software the podcast space is kind of run by spotify right now but and it because it was too small for apple to play in i think now there's becoming like closer to a billion dollar industry a couple billion dollar industry they they're gonna pop in otherwise they're not making much money on it i think i think you know just to you know i think we're gonna keep a when you touch touch base on that podcast at spotify we gotta keep a close eye on that whole the legal battle between epic and uh and Apple, and that yeah. that plays into this kind of argument about just revenue generation. But that's neither neither here nor there. But when it comes down to the subscription model, yeah, listen, it's it it does its thing, and it and it you know I don't play enough. All right, and I, I'm gonna stop lying. I don't even play video games so anymore. <laughs> used to, I used to I used to be so into video games, but now I haven't played video games in like five years, five six years, but. If I did, I could see I could see where Apple Arcade comes in. Yeah, you guys would know because you guys have kids. I don't know. Right I still now. don't use it though. It's like it's like Anthony. My name is Anthony. I do not play video games anymore. <laughs> it's like a support group and shit. <laughs> Yo, I, I was thinking about it the other day. Stop me when you need to, Clyde. But there, there was I'll stop. Well, it's already. It's, <laughs> I was waiting. I was waiting. <laughs> Over that. Stop me when you need me. <laughs> yeah. nope. I was like, give me the ball back. No, wrong time. I can I can see, our video games are dangerous, man. When it comes down to like a time suck, it will it will destroy your day. Who Those owns Roblox? Is it Microsoft? Who owns Roblox? Because that's what's sucking up like Clyde and our age kids. That's Roblox right now. They're not into the sophisticated shit yet. They're in Roblox. Yeah, and they get yeah, to get no. see their homies like hey wherever they're sitting across the across the nation, like uh they're playing together. So that's that's what's one thing. But no yeah. idea what you guys are talking about. But yeah, see, it's just it a will, game. That um, but yeah, no, that's going to be, that's going to be, they're going to kill it. I think they're going to kill it. Like they don't do wrong moves. They don't, it's just not their thing. <laughs> yeah. 
good point. No, good point. And it was, before, like, it was like half a step from canceling. Half a step, like cancel. <laughs> and before closing this out, I'm going to link it all together because there's a uh, subscription service that was just launched. Well, not subscription service. Amazon is getting into the podcast game. Yeah. Um, they started off with DJ Khaled as one of their biggest uh, announcements. They released like uh, you know millions of free episodes of original shows and. You know, Becky G, Will Smith, Dan Patrick, and more are pretty much launching their podcast network. So this space is going to be crazy. I know DJ Khaled got that bag, as he like to say. Uh, another one. Another one. <laughs> DJ Khaled. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, no, see how, we'll see how that goes. But, um, you know. The- no, Amazon's going to crush all this shit. Can we just say that thing? Because, okay, before even Apple does, because Amazon's got that, plus they're getting into local radio, local news. We talked about this. We talked about both these things four or five episodes ago. They're going to kill it. And and their announcement yesterday. But but that bike is not theirs, though. Did you see the announcement today? It's it's Elixir, right? Grand opening, grand closing, man. Ashley, shut down. It's like a music career these days, man. It was was just a smart marketer who who leveraged the prime name. I fell for it, too. (laughs) What? Yeah, it was just a smart marketer. Yeah, they they call it the... uh, what was it called? The Elixir Prime? Echelon. Echelon Prime. I don't know. Because it looked like Peloton. I'm like, oh! Yeah, that's exactly Clive's wife's going to be pissed. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, these guys are coming after everybody. And, okay. then, and then it was only $500. So that's even, yeah. that's even crazier. Yeah, they were like, yeah. well, but you doesn't have a screen. Just toss your iPad up there, whatever. So your wife and, all, so your wife and anyone in this space, they're, they're going to be on the right side of history, because right? So these bigger brands are going to come in and gobble, like Peloton, someone will gobble them up at some point. I think a Nike should have gone after Mirror. They may go after Tonal, right? Because it's perfect branding yep. uh, across synergy. Anyway. And guess who's the investor in Tonal? Uh, isn't, it Jay, isn't Jay-Z in there? Nope, your boy Steph Curry and Pandemic. Oh. Pandemic P, oh shit. Pandemic P and Steph, they're, they're investors in Tonal, so I thought that it's was It's good for a total of zero quarters if you're Paul, <laughs> Pandemic P. <laughs> anyway, that team should get broken up, but uh, yeah, Steph Curry's dope. Steph Curry's dope. Yeah. He can't carry, Steph Curry, we realize, can't carry a team by himself. We've seen okay. that. He can shoot from anywhere if he's got a team, but anyway, yeah. It's a great move. I like Steph Curry, though. I stay on track. I stay on track. Yeah. Pretty as Beyonce. We brought this up last time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hilarious. Hilarious. So, so yeah. So, that was kind of like, you know, what I wanted to dive into today, kind of the, the the future of work and how all these technologies, fashion, uh, just industries are being interrupted and changes change. So, uh, yeah. So, so, this is the Clyde episode. Oh, Clyde. She's dropping. This is DJ Caller. Clyde, Clyde's like, I'm gonna be DJ Caller. I'm just gonna drop my name every couple minutes. So they don't remember. Clyde. <laughs> don't forget. <laughs> Another yeah. one. <laughs> right okay. LVMH. This is last uh, year. Tiffany. They did a huge deal with who? Tiffany. Yeah. No. That's that's current. Rihanna. First female, even person of color that they've ever done because they're a very strict and bougie-ass brand, right? With their global elite kind of following. So that's a big move for them. So I always thought, so if you positioned, this is going to sound horrible for our millennials fans, but like, so Beyonce versus Rihanna, because we know what that kick was about in the elevator. I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm playing. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm assuming. Making an ass out of you. <laughs> no, nah, nah. so, uh, so you would just put like Beyonce is supposed to be the queen bee, and but she got her deal with Adidas. 
which is going to be huge. They're going to extract as much value from that as possible. But then Rihanna landed this LVMH deal, which is like high echelon status, right? Which is where you would have put the queen bee. I'm just looking at, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like there's like Clyde's favorite, the baby versus Nas. You know what I'm saying? Where do they land? On the on where do they land? You know, across time. You know what I'm saying? So, well, see, but the thing with like a, a Beyonce and Adidas, or like Kanye and it, it, the the huge non athlete thing doesn't seem to go well. Doesn't match with Nike. Like it, like they have their things, but like Adidas has always done it. Like what was the what was their brand? Y two. Um, what is yeah. it? Yeah, and they got yeah. some partnerships recently. Yep. Like they, yeah, they've 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 always done like this big celebrity connection, right? Yeah. You know, LVMH. That's you're right. That I think that LVMH is, is a kind of the bougie ass brand, kind of where I was yeah. this weekend. You know, like, you know, drinking that expensive wine. <laughs> it's that level, right? right? And then Rihanna yeah, came in and took that deal, like a cooler of whiskey to the so, beach. Yeah. So <laughs> it was a little bit more to that deal, though. That that you want to make sure we expand on. Yeah. Uh, uh, so LVMH owns 15% stake in Rihanna's cosmetic line, Fenty yep. Brands, which has just taken off. I think they had a, uh, they did 570 million in revenue and valued more than 3 billion in a $3 billion valuation. So they own 15% stake of that. So basically they probably just were like, you know what? We are already in business together. Let's do something bigger. Um, so that, that, that all came as a package though, right? Wasn't that after no, the it was fact? No, it was after the fact. So, the, so, okay, that, they, so that was before. And yeah, then, yep. then so they launched this fashion house deal with yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. That yeah. makes sense. Cause if Beyonce, otherwise, if you're looking at, Hey, who do I go get? You would think Beyonce should be the face of that brand. Global. Yeah. Well, Cause that's, I think from a, again, culturally, you know, Rihanna's always been a little bit more fashion forward. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, no, no, no. Like B- that's been her thing. They're both dope her, though. I would think, right. No, They are both yeah. dope, but Rihanna's just been fashion forward. Like, I think there was some point in in her music career where it was like, let's go to fashion angle and we'll get back to music when we want to get back to it. When was the last time she had an album? Because she's been making so much money doing other things. Yeah. Yeah. Fenty brands, which is makeup, it's clothes, it's lingerie. It's probably two or three other things I don't know about. Um, So, you know, with a $3 billion valuation company, why would you record an album? Would you want to yeah. go? go That's small go. money, man. Trust me, I've been there. <laughs> Compared to three billion, you make right. a couple million, but you ain't gonna make three bill. <laughs> right, 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 right. So you know. That's that's why she's probably pivoted and hasn't recorded an album because it's not worth her time. And she's still relevant. Like yeah. that's a, that's a. It's not like she like Fenty Beauty. You know, can't stay on shelves, right? It, yeah. That's 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 the other side. Like the but Rihanna. Like you would think you would you would think that or thought that Rihanna just came out with an album. How popular she is! <laughs> like you're just like, what the hell, man? Because those elite brands, those elite brands yeah. still sell in times. Unless you're Ron Perlman, all the elite cats are, yeah. all the billionaires are still buying this stuff. Ron Perlman's, you know, liquidating. <laughs> he's, he's getting cash for other things, is what he's saying. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he must be so highly levered up that that's the problem. I mean, these guys don't ever want to admit that kind of stuff on tape. Let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he. Uh, he 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 has some debt interest uh, payments coming up for a lot of banks, and he's probably trying to get. It's like get, the owner of the Houston Rockets, right? So he's hurting restaurants uh, and casinos. He's always on CNBC, but he's oh, coming out and saying it. At least he's oh, up in front of it. He's like, "Hey, I'm hurting," <laughs> you know. But I think some of his like, if he's in Olive Garden, isn't that under his Darden Investments, whatever that's called? Is that under? I don't think Darden is a company. Darden is a public company, but I think he's a he's he's all around. Um, Always on Sammy. Uh, what is it? What is yeah, it? Yeah. So he owned like all the steakhouses. He pretty much owned like a lot of steakhouses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
I, I forget the name, but he owns like a lot of the casinos, yep. the rockets. So pretty much anything that has to do with people coming together is yeah. where all his investments are. He'll be fine because he's also in online gambling, right? And that's a whole yeah. next frontier, right? So he's got that whole play. You see those commercials too. Uh, so that that's another space for him because um, it was tied into his experience, right? Experiential driven. Uh, yeah. 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 Man, Dope. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm just laughing at okay so Clyde a couple, a couple minutes ago just took he went straight from the bottle and slip <laughs> oh yeah you saw that I saw That's that I was, like, I was cracking up I was like damn Abu Dhabi what, what is it called I told you I saw that bottle in the store the other day right it was the wrong price though it was listed at 83 I think it was like 150 you know what I passed <laughs> right now because I got, I got enough stuff here we finished out five of my bottles still got nine left I'm like alright I'll wait <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, go ahead. Where are you All taking right. this, Clyde? So with uh, with that, you know, we want to dive into our whiskey of the day, which is proper number twelve Irish whiskey, the good yeah. you know, Conor McGregor UFC champion uh, swindler stole a hundred million dollars from the people who watch sports. Um, his his whiskey is uh, is an Irish whiskey. So what do you guys think? It's blunt. Uh, you know what it does? It makes you want to go to another country. <laughs> Take a chair and throw it at a bus so they can throw me in jail. Remember he, that happened to him? <laughs> so I could throw it at a bus so they can put me in jail. And I'm like, you're an immigrant here. You can't, you know, you're, you're in trouble. <laughs> but I'll have expensive lawyers get me out of it. That's what it makes it. No, it's blunt. It's, right. it's, right. uh, yeah, it's, I'm, not, I'm, not a, I'm not a fan. It kind of tastes like, it reminds me of Jameson. Yep. Oh, it's exactly yeah. what it is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No offense to our Irish whiskey fans. But, uh, no, yeah, like, no offense. No, this one just tastes like Jameson. Yeah, it's straight up Jameson. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so a friend of ours has been listening. He goes, Yeah, you listen to you. He's a big Irish whiskey drinker. And back when I was in my, when I was in my kind of AG days drinking that black label bullshit, <laughs> he used to make fun of me all the time. And now I understand why because now that I've upgraded. But um, yeah. he was saying, Hey, you guys drink some good quality stuff in there. Because I said, recommend some good Irish whiskey we should try on the pod. So, John, I'm looking at you, buddy. <laughs> Personal shout outs. All right, well, cool. So that's uh, that's the whiskey of the day, the proper twelve, proper number twelve Irish whiskey. Conor McGregor, check it out. Low price point, anywhere between twenty and thirty dollars. So it's definitely worth a shot. Uh, before we head off, I wanted to do uh, one of the most exciting parts of the show. Shit, you should know. Oh. Um, so let's hit it. Let's hit it, fellas. Who want to go first? I'll go first. Oh, this man. All right, one. I, you know what? As we talked about Nike today, this is it was a perfect lineup. Uh, I want to highlight and talk about one brand that we never talked about from a tech side is Shopify. Ooh, Shopify, killing it, killing it. Shopify, which I've used with different clients before, is one of the best, you know, like small, medium business kind of merchant, cloud based merchant providers, right? They, they handle payments, they're getting into, they're thinking about getting into fulfillment. Actually, they're thinking uh, really game over jumping up. Yeah, like they're gonna they're, they want to they want to knock on the door. they're knocking on the door of Amazon, but they want to compete. Um, and and their stock is killing it, right? Like I think they're up almost like year over year three hundred fifty percent. They were like, they were like at one hundred twenty, one hundred twenty, one hundred thirty billion dollar valuation or something like that. incredible, incredible story. Yeah, and I think I, I just want to just give more 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 props to these this company because yeah. they they're opening they're keeping that lane open for small businesses to 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 shop. And if they get in there with the fulfillment side, they're given now options. Um, now the other the other part part two, I sent you guys a link, you know, on Quibi that dying network. Um, 
trying they, to sell the platform. They did, they, they, they did a they did a little segment of my my high school alma mater called Benedict Benedict Men, and that was one of uh, Steph Curry's productions. And they, okay. they highlighted the basketball team at the school, like how because like, they got like kids coming from all over the country and the world nice. to play on the team, and how it's like a make or break for their for their life almost. Wow, check it out. Yeah. Ten minute episodes. And before and before you hop off, I want to just make sure I, I touch on Big Commerce as well because you talked about some oh, yeah, Shopify, man. but Big Commerce is also in that space. They did a recent IPO, I think, sometime back in uh, the summer, and they're up like two hundred and fifty percent since their IPO from the summertime. So, yeah, the, the, that that whole space is just crushing it. Yeah, oh, couple of all right. I'm a teeter on here. Gail Sayers. Big running back for my beloved Chicago Bears, number 40. Baby, rest in peace. Just passed away today, had dementia. Uh, he unfortunately had a five-year career only, but he killed it. You know, and uh, he killed it in that career. He blew out his left knee a couple of years, and he got rookie of the year. A couple of years later, blew out his left knee, came back straight like a Derrick Rose story. Then he came back a couple of years later, unfortunately blew out the other knee, and he had to retire. Because at that time, back then, 70s, 60s, this would have been 71 or something, something like that early. They didn't have the kind of – Technology now, it, to, you know, every, the surgery, they, they weren't as advanced to bring a cat back from that kind of injury. It was devastating. It was game ending, game over, but he killed it. He had led the rushing, led, you know, 22 rushing TDs for a couple of years until Clyde's favorite pay, player, OJ Simpson, <laughs> took the crown with 23 TDs a couple of years later, but they made a movie about him. He and yeah, Brian, Brian Piccolo, Song. Brian Song, first interracial roommate. So NFL would keep black players and white players separate. Mm. until the late 60s, early 70s, around the whole civil rights movement right after it. And those two, Gail Sayers and Brian Piccolo, both teammates for the Chicago Bears, my beloved team, they were the first cats to room together. And then when Piccolo was diagnosed with cancer, Gail Sayers was a big guy in his corner. So, and then, you know, and that's another one of favorites, Clyde's favorites, Billy D. Williams played Gail Sayers in the movie. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. There, there, there's a couple sports, you know, there's a couple sports movies that make you, make you, make you get teary eyed. Yeah, you know, man. You gotta turn your head. I'm not crying. You're crying. Yeah, Brian, <laughs> Brian's song, Brian's song from that, that side. Shit hurt, and, then, man. and then the other one for, and I hate to say this because a friend of listen is Rudy. Those two, two different kind of cries. Two different kind of cries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, yeah. It makes you, it's just, and like, you know, and then Mikhail Pfeiffer, they did another remake. Mikhail Pfeiffer played him like, like really? early 2000s because Gail Sayers wrote a book about it when he could control more. So he made some cat, he made a little money on that one too. And um, Notorious RBG, man, she passed away. Yeah. Yes. So that's going to be a big deal because, you know, Mitch McConnell, the man with many necks, um, four years ago, I'm gonna say it because he's a bad person. No, 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 no that was not. And that's not a political thing. He's just a bad dude. It was, um, was uh, what you said that he wasn't going to fill uh, South Carolina. No, Lindsey Graham and him. Lindsey Graham. Yes, true. Lindsey Graham. I'm going to edit this part. He's Dwight Howard in his way all across the dude circuit. But anyway, <laughs> I'll edit that part out. Look into him. <laughs> but, but Mitch McConnell said the same thing. We're not going to try to fill this. It'd be wrong to do that. And then you know, four years ago, but now they're doing it. They were like, it's less than a year out. It was like a year. It was ten months away. Nope, February. Yep. Yeah, and so now here we are, forty five days away. Nope. Let's fill it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a big thing. So Roe versus Wade might get overturned if you get a six to three. And I'm all about respecting people's desire. Hey, if there's if conception, if you believe that's what it is, uh, and you should protect that, that's fine. But a lot of these people are the same people that say they want to save that life, right? But they're the same people. I'm not going to wear a goddamn mask right now, and that could be saving hundreds of lives. So you know, take a personal step back and see what you're thinking. Right, right. No, good one, good one. So, uh, so for me, in the time where a CEO um, of a major bank can say a very limited pool 
of black talent to recruit from, meaning that they're not hiring black and brown people because they can't find any good ones. It's just ridiculous. I want to shout out for my shit you should know. Um, JP Morgan's Desonda Duckett, CEO of Chase Consumer Banking. She was just appointed to the JP Morgan Operating Committee. So this is huge because this essentially is um, while she was in charge of, you know, all the consumer banking stuff and, and making great, you know, great, great, great moves there. Um, and now this gives her a seat at the bigger table to help influence and make changes across the entire bank and how it operates. So, you know, I want to look at one end where you just have a company like Wells Fargo and a CEO who doesn't really have a clue. And, you know, essentially it just kind of just goes to show how much there's a need for diverse thinking and, and just people at the top who can make smart decisions that align with their consumers. Cause essentially they have a lot of black people who bank bank with them. And now you tell me you can't hire people, but you know, now you go to JP Morgan and putting, you know, the first black female, um, on the operating committee, which is essentially like a board of governors for the entire bank, um, is major, um, for, for diversity thinking, gender equality, all those things. So, just wanted to shout that out and tell, tell everyone this is shit you should know. Let's uh, uh, let's uh, toss for the Wells Fargo CEO. You can't hire top talent when you're not looking. So uh, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's right. She's a New Yorker too. That's dope, right. man. That's dope. Right. Right. Hey, right. Can, we do, can we do one more for Clyde? Give a shout out to Clyde. All right, there we go. What you got? I mean, he, he's giving himself a couple shout outs, so we'll just let that roll. But I'm <laughs> Matt Stafford, man. I'm not okay. a big fan. I'm a big fan only because he guarantees us two wins a year. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> no, but I got to say so. So he's, I guess he's from Georgia. I didn't know he grew up in Atlanta. Oh. So I read yeah, some article about him the other day and he was, yeah. he said he, when he was down there, he's experienced racism for the first time. Like he didn't know what it was, like what the athletes are talking about. He experienced it. He's down there with one of his white teammates. And they were throwing a ball, just pass and chuck, pass and catch, pass and catch. Right. That went cool. He had a one or two black teammates come down someone on the team i don't know their players names on your on your team Clyde, because you know <laughs> i don't care i don't care <laughs> no but he said as soon as they had him police rolled up and said what are you guys doing he goes i'm matt stafford can't you recognize my big ass head it's larger than anything <laughs> in the room and they said and then they finally let him go but they he saw the harassment firsthand he goes i grew up here and this is what that's what that's what it is but matt stafford stand up he i said he he was he wrote an article i think on the player tribune yeah, and athletic, wasn't it? It was ath- I don't know. Either one. But that's yeah. what I read. Yeah, and it was that's dope that he stood up and said that. That's great. Yeah. Shout out yeah. to you, man. All right. You know, you, know you shot my boy MJ earlier this week. And he went to the University of Georgia. That's even even more impressive. Did he? Yeah. I don't yeah. know anything about his man Stevin. I'm like, I just know. Yeah. He I know he can ball out, but Yeah. I'm gonna leave the team <laughs> Well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of the Whiskey Hue. Check us out on all platforms. Thank you.